Welcome back into another edition of Prom Sports World. And happy Tuesday, my friends and everybody out there. Hopefully you're all having a very nice day. Uh, on today's episode of Prom Sports World, we're going to be breaking down the Carolina Panthers season preview, talking about a little bit about their record, uh, a little bit about the team, um, and just, uh, you know, general, talk about the Carolina Panthers. I'm, of course, your host, David On Point Huffman. Thank you very much for checking us out. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast here at Prime Sports World. Uh, I've also shared the StreamYard link in all of the places. So if you want to join me and talk a little Carolina Panthers football, um, please feel free to do so. Uh, bail me out so I don't have to do this show by myself uh, because that's how it's going to be for the rest of the show, at least, unless he jumps in because um, everybody else is busy. Um, yeah, I've also shared our stream, our streaming platforms as well. Uh, so if you want to check us out, if you do happen to miss this live, we have plethora of stream platforms you can watch us on. Um, but yeah, Carolina Panthers, third team in the NFC South. Uh, we've already done the Atlanta Falcons and the New Orleans Saints. Uh, those those are on our Facebook page and our YouTube and our Twitch, uh, all available if you want to watch those as well. Uh, but today, talking about the Carolina Panthers, uh, really a couple of changed games here and there could have easily won this division and been a playoff team uh, this past season. And maybe we're not talking about, you know, the firing of the head coach losing their job here. Uh, I mean, Frank, I mean, obviously, uh, Matt Rule is already going to get fired, but maybe they, maybe the replacement coach, you know, keeps his job uh, if he gets the Carolina Panthers to the play to the playoffs. Uh, I'm sorry, I do not remember the name of the head coach that was there um, after Matt Rule got fired. Um, if you do know it, uh, please let me know down in the comment section. I would love to. I'd love for you guys to tell me who it is because I would appreciate it. Uh, well, let's get into it. Let's talk about some storylines when it comes to the Carolina Panthers. Uh, there's no great shock here that they're in a full rebuild. Uh, you don't trade away your best receiver and a bunch of draft capital um, to try it. But they do have some interesting pieces here on this team. Let's get into it. Uh, let's first talk about Frank Wright. Uh, you know, he comes in from being with the uh, Indianapolis Colts, uh, was successful there uh, as the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, unfortunately, after Andrew Luck retired, shockingly, he really never was able to really, like, turn the ship around. Uh, they tried, you know, they had uh, Phil Rivers there, who was a pretty good quarterback there for that one season. Then they tried, you know, basically season after season. Like, they tried a different quarterback to see if they could – you know, bridge the gap and they never really committed. And he basically got lame duck there. Uh, he was in the last final year of his contract. Um, it was writing was pretty apparent on the wall that he was going to get fired. Um, but he has, you know, as a coach, he was on, he was at the Eagles coaching staff uh, that really did get the best out of Carson Wentz, which is why the Indianapolis Colts got him. He's a good head coach. He's a good offensive coordinator. Um, and he should be good for Bryce Young. Um, but when his expectations of Frank, I think if you're one of those guys that expects them to make the playoffs in the first season, I think that's I think those are lofty expectations. I don't think that's realistic. Um, can this team win seven or eight games this season? Yeah, they did that last season with wildly inaccurate, with with super inconsistent quarterback play from Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, PJ Walker. Uh, I know there were other, and then you know there were other guys that took snaps for this Carolina Panthers football team. But none of those quarterbacks are really proven. Um, they leaned on the running game. They leaned on uh, was it Iki Aquanu, uh, their first round pick in this most recent draft, who was incredible this season. Uh, we'll just call a spade a spade. He was a really good rookie. He was a very good left tackle. Um, I made the argument when we when we did the um, awards prediction that I thought one of those left tackles that were drafted at this year was, should have been the offensive rookie of the year. They were the most impactful player on the offensive side of the football out of all of the all of the offensive players. Um, you know, so yeah, I think, you know, Frank Wright year one expectations. I think that you expect this team to win seven, eight games it really depends how Bryce Young ends up playing here. Um, by all accounts, 
Uh, by all accounts, he's looked really good in training camp. He's looked really good in OTAs. Uh, he's looked really good in the rookie min caps. Um, so that's all promising. Uh, I still have com- some concerns about some of the weapons on this team, uh, especially at the wide receiver position and then at the running back even too with, you know, with Deontay Foreman no longer being on this roster. He's now in Chicago as one of the Bears. Um, you know, Chris McCaffrey's not walking back to that door. Uh, they have Chuba Hubbard, who's still a solid running back, still solid. I don't know if he's necessarily at every down back because he seems to get banged up a lot. Um, but with Frank Wright, year one expectations, I, I think if you, you set your standards at seven, five, six to seven games winning for the Carolina Panthers, I think that's pretty solid expectations. Uh, let's talk about the DJ Moore, uh, the second storyline that I'm following here when it comes to the Carolina Panthers. Um, DJ Moore is one of those underrated wide receivers in the National Football League. Um, he is not a household name. He's not one of those big name guys that you kind of really, you know, like you're not you're not like really excited about having him on your team in a fantasy football draft. But the guy is productive. Uh, he's had three straight outside of this past season uh, with the inconsistent quarterback play, 66, 63 catches, 888 yards, and then seven touchdowns. Uh, the three seasons before that, all over a thousand yards. And I, the Panthers, Carolina Panthers quarterback situation has been all over the place the last couple seasons. I, I couldn't tell you who their quarterback was two years ago. I know they had Cam Newton for that one game where he came back and won, and then he struggled after that. But DJ Moore has been a really productive. Uh, has been a really productive player um, for the Carolina Panthers. He's going to be difficult to replace. Um, the guys are going to have to take on this responsibility. Terrence Marshall, who has shown some flashes here uh, here and there. Uh, DJ Chark, who they drafted, got in free agency. Adam Thielen, who they got in free agency. Donathan Bingo, who they got in uh, the draft uh, in the second, third round, I want to say. Uh, they got LaVisha Chanel, Shai Smith, who was a signing from the New Orleans Saints. Samir Bird has been along the league kind of a lot. Um, they're going to have these guys to really try to replace the production that you got out of DJ Moore. I'm just not sure where that production, where how that's going to look or what it's going to be like. Uh, it's a very tricky situation to talk about who's going to replace DJ Moore. You don't just replace DJ Moore uh, with one guy. It's going to have to be sort of a wide receiver by committee here. Uh, Adam Thielen has the cachet. He's got the name recognition um, because of that season in Minnesota, but Minnesota released him for a reason. He, was un- he wasn't as productive based on injury and his usage uh, last season. That's why it was expendable. Uh, DJ Shark, you know, is a solid number two. Um, you know, I don't think you can expect too much more out of him. He's bounced around the league. Uh, this is probably his, I think this is his fourth team in four years. Uh, he's been around. He's a good wide receiver, but he's nothing special. Uh, Terrence Marshall, I think, is really the X factor here when it comes to Carolina Panthers and these pass catchers, along with Hayden Hurst, who I really like at the tight end position. Um uh, I also am a fan of Tommy Tremble, who's got some upside. Uh, and then Ian Thomas, who's just kind of there. He's a blocking tight end. Um, take it as what you will. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's going to be difficult to replace D.J. Moore. He's a really good wide receiver. I mean, if you get one D.J. Shark, you get D.J. Moore. But um, I think Terrence Marshall is the guy who's really going to need to step up. You remember that catch he made last season uh, where he kind of caught it in between his legs? Um I think you're just going to need you're need, you're need way more productive out of Terrence Marshall than you've seen out of him. Um, you're also going to need production out of the tight end position out of Hayden Hurst. That's why you go get that guy. I mean, he was good in Carroll. He was good in Cincinnati last season. He was good uh, in Baltimore the season before that. Um, the guy just wherever he goes, he always gets you 50 some catches. He's a productive tight end. 
Um, but yeah, so let's talk about how good this defense can be. Uh, they have some sneaky good pieces on this defensive side of the football. Uh, Derek Brown, Derek Brown first was a top 10 pick a few years ago. Brian Burns, a multi-sack, 10-plus sack guy uh, every season. Uh, Shaq Thomas Thompson is a good, good, you know, outside in, left interior linebacker. Uh, Deontay Jackson bounced around the league a little bit. Uh, Von Bell, a big free agent signing out of from the Cincinnati Bengals. Xavier Woods uh, was from with the tell Eric Rowe, Jeremy Chin, uh, an underrated safety as well, who was really good for them his rookie season. Uh, he has gotten progressively not as good since the time has gone by. Um, and then, you know, J.C. Horn, uh, J., you know, son of Joey Horn, the famous wide receiver for the New Orleans Saints. Um, J.C. Horn has been everything you could advertise in a top 10 pick uh, at the cornerback position. He's been legit awesome. Uh, and Brian Burns, yeah, he's a really, really good edge rusher. Uh, there's a reason that Carolina was like, yeah, we're not letting him go unless you give us two first round picks. He's been excellent for them. Uh, he's got 12 sacks lap most recent season, nine sacks, nine, seven and a half uh, going into his fifth NFL season. Um, yeah. Brian Burns has been really good. This defense has the opportunity to really be the kind of the reason that the Carolina Panthers even won games last season and ended up with seven wins and being a fringe playoff team. Uh, sure. I already talked about this a million times that the NFC South was the worst division of football last year, but they really were in the thick of it. They could have easily, they could have easily, 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 easily won the division if they if a couple of things just go right for them. Uh, let me take a look at the yardage per game. So I'm running this by myself, so it's a little bit harder to pull up stats and stuff when uh, I got nobody else in the show with me. <laughs> so you just gotta bear with me for just a second here. Okay, uh, so Carolina, uh, Carolina, so they were sort of towards the bottom of the league when it comes to yards given up, uh, which is tough, uh, but you got to think and figure it like this. Their offense was on the field so much. Their defense is on the field. They just got burnt out. Like they, they it just, that's the way things go. Um, sometimes when you're playing, you don't have to play as much as the Carolina Panthers because their offense was so inept last season. Um, they're middle of the pack and points a lot of games, yards, Points allowed at uh, 22 points per game. Um, so I, th- I do think this defense could be one of the lone bright spots when we talk about the Carolina Panthers. When we're talking about them next offseason. Like their defense should be really solid this upcoming season and should be able to carry uh, this team, at least on the defensive side of the football. Also, welcome to the show, CEO, Mr. Israel Rivera. Let's talk about this Carolina Panthers defense, my friend. What's going on, guys? Um, yeah, man, uh, Carolina Panthers uh, – just looking at their depth chart here, um, I mean, they got a lot of bright – I mean, J.C. Horn's a bright spot here. Von Bell's a, 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 you know, a bright spot on this defense. Uh, Jeremy Chin. I love Jeremy Chin. I was raving about Jeremy Chin last year. Um, but I just think yeah, that they, he, they – he's, he's kind of fallen in the pecking order. Like, they don't even have him listed as their starting safety, uh, either, either safety. I yeah, really, I, I don't know why – I don't know why they. I don't know why you know they, they got Eric Rowe. Uh, I mean, he now. was he was. I mean, he was really good his rookie season. I just think he kind of fell off a little bit last season. But. Yeah, just a little bit. I mean, but I mean, I've been raving about him. You know, since since he's came in the league, I think he'll, I think he'll step up this season, man. Um, Me too. But they, I like I like, like Derek Brown. I mean, all solid. I mean, Shaq players. Thompson, Yatir Gross, Matos. Uh, they got a lot of guys on this. Brian Burns, obviously, they got a lot of guys on his defense. That could potentially be probably the best defense in the NFC South. I know that's not saying much. 
I think but the Falcons. Yeah. I, I I think the Falcons are gonna have something to say about that. Let me tell you. Oh my God, you're with this Falcons love over here. I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I just think you look at their defense on paper, Atlanta. Like they should have a really solid defense. Like they should. Atlanta should, they, but I think you know. I, there th- now. This 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 Carolina Panthers team was top ten. What last year? Uh, in, in terms of defense, or was it two years ago? It was two years um, ago. Yeah, they were they were towards ago, they, they were like toward, they were towards the bottom of the league. I just looked bottom at of the league they're, last like, year. Yeah. Like, but the thing is, they were also on the football field a ton. Like, because this offense yeah. just wasn't good last season at all. Yeah. Um. And then in terms of your first question, well, not first question. Well, I guess I can answer the first first two questions in in a nutshell. Um. Expectations. I think that this team first year can compete. I think they have a shot just as much as any other team in the NFC South has a shot besides the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, I think this team has a solid defense. I think when you look at the wide receiver core, it's going to be done by a collective unit. They're talking about using LaVisca Chanel, um in in a more, more in the offense next season. Frank Reich's looking to use him more in the offense next season. Um, I love Jonathan Mingo from Ole Miss. You don't replace DJ Moore because that guy right there was one of the more underrated wide receivers that put up some good, great stats in Carolina Panthers. I mean, he's up there in Carolina Panthers his franchise history with some of his stats. So when 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 you're looking at a guy, I mean, you added an Adam Thielen, DJ Shark, Terrence Marshall was a nice young player. I think. Lavishka Chenault can be a jack of all trades type of guy. If you I'll, be- I'll, I'll, right. I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. I, 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 I'm, I, not, I I'm not. Look, David, I'm, I'm not. Totally I'm not. Sure. I'm, I'm totally. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm right. So I'm not. I'm not. I'm not moving off for it because I've. I've been. I've raved about him. I, I loved him when he was at Colorado. I think he's that Percy Harvin type of player where he can they're trying to use him like a Debo Samuel this year that's what Frank Reich said that's what the rumblings I, 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 just, I, just, I just don't think I just don't I just don't think that's gonna be it I, I just don't believe in it I just don't believe he's gonna you don't you know but you don't think that he can that he's gonna be used as Debo Samuel or you, you don't think he's gonna have the same type of production as a Debo Samuel I don't think you'll have even close to that <laughs> kind of production. So. <laughs> but Jonathan Mingo's a big guy so to answer both questions I think this is a team that could possibly win seven games maybe that's eight what, that, maybe I said five to seven compete with the NFC South yeah but 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 when you're talking about replacing DJ Moore, it's gonna have to be a collective unit. It's not gonna just be one guy that's gonna stand out. But I think when I look in the into the future, I think John Domingo is a step in the right direction. Uh, moving on from the storylines, let's talk about their draft. Obviously, took Bryce Young number one overall as they trade up with the Chicago Bears. Um, you know, trading up to get Bryce Young. They take Jonathan Minga with a lot of still really good wide receivers on the board and took Jonathan Minga over, like, Jalen Hyatt, uh, who's still on the board here. Um, and then round three, they took D.J. Johnson as on Oregon. Uh, Chandler, oh, man, I don't know how to pronounce that. I'm not going to try. Guard out of NC State. And then Jamie Robinson, safety out of Florida. Um, if you look just looking at their draft, I, I think, yeah, they took the right guy in Bryce Young. I think, the, you know, he's, he's looked re- – apparently he's looked great in OTAs. But – Everybody says they court like how often do you hear like oh this guy looks terrible in OTAs? Like they don't it just doesn't happen. It's it's practice, bro. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's, that's the best way I can say. Um, and I guess you the know, only complaint is I just don't. I know you. I know you're, you're high on Jonathan Mingo, Mingo, but I just don't love taking him over like a Jalen Hyatt or other wide receivers who were quote unquote better at at that position. I, I think I, I would have. Re- and like those guys were still on the board. Like they didn't have to take. You also got to look at the. I mean, you also got to look at the you know quarterback situation at Ole Miss, which was kind of wishy washy. I mean, you had Matt Corral Dart. there. Matt, yeah, I mean that was that was what I mean, two Matt years Corral ago. Was. Yeah, two years ago. Yeah, I think Jackson Dart was the guy last year. Um, so I mean, and he had a good season, uh, eight hundred and sixty. He had his best season last year, but he's a big guy, 6'2", 225. He's made in the in the in the. Um, the sense of like AJ Brown, that's the type of comparison. Yeah. I mean, they did, they, did go, they did go to the same college. <laughs> they did go to the same college. Exactly. Uh, Bryce Young, we already know about Bryce Young. I mean, I mean, Tank, Tank Dell was still, Tank Dell was still on the board. Jalen Hyatt. I mean, Cedric Tillman, I think all those Josh Downs was still there. See, I don't see. That's the thing though, is that I, I think a guy like Jonathan Mingo when you look at the, the the improvement from junior season to senior season, it was like a 500-yard difference. You know, I, I do think he did deal with some injuries his junior year, his third year in college. But still, nonetheless, he's a big, big guy. He's made for the NFL. He's got an NFL-ready body. He can yeah, run six, a lot six, of – he six, can two, run a lot of routes. Pounds. I mean, he could essentially be the DJ Moore replacement. He's built just like him. I, yeah, I was just saying that. And so um, I'm over here trying to share the show, guys. Go ahead and watch the show, guys, yeah. if you're watching it. <laughs> share the show and let everybody know. Um, the one guy I do like, you know, skip DJ, skip Chandler Savala. I mean, those are needs. But I like Jamie Robinson from, from, from Florida State. I wanted I, – I, I was high on him. I thought I, – I really wanted – Green Bay Packers wanted – I wanted to get him um, around this time. I really am high on Jamie Robinson. I think that's a good value pick in the fifth round. I actually don't like. I actually like this draft. I'm gonna give it a B, B plus. B, I'm gonna give it a B plus. I mean, in my opinion. Well, I mean, you get a, a franchise quarterback and Bryce Young. Um, I mean, DJ uh, Jonathan Mingo. If he pans out, he can be an all. He can be a Pro Bowl type wide receiver. Um, and then a guy like DJ Johnson, he can get to the quarterback a little bit. Four Jamie four Robinson nine. Could be a value four, pick. Four, four four nine in the forty. Six four, two hundred sixty yeah. pounds. So. Yeah, and a, and a guy like and a guy like Jamie Robinson. I mean, he's got range. He's he can he can hit in the open field. I I, I I would be pretty shocked if he played at all this season. I mean, at the safety position, there's a lot of right. I mean, Von Bell, Xavier Woods, Eric Rowe, Jeremy Chin. Although I do, I read on the internet's that they may use Jeremy Chin as like a roaming linebacker this particular season. Well, Which when I'm looking at a, I'm looking at a depth chart. They got him as um, a nickelback. Yeah. yeah, they got him as like the um, nickelback, a free safety. I, I, he's, I think. Well, they do now these I, days. I, I think he's going to play a lot of linebacker this season. Well, now these days, he's a big guy. He's a big safety. Yeah. Now these days, though, you see teams more or less going to that three safety look. Now on the field with three with with, with um, you know, as a big nickel. So that's why that's why you know he's he's there slotted as a nickel because he's a big nickel, um. So that, that that's that three safety kind of wave that we're seeing now in the, in the NFL. Um. So this kid, I mean, may have some potential to see the field, um, at some point. 
you know, spelling some of those guys or barring injury, he's definitely going to be a guy that's going to contribute on special teams. I'll give this draft class. I'll give this draft class a B. Even yeah, almost go, a B plus. I think there's I'll a go, lot of value here. I'll, I'll, I'll go B. I'll, Johnson I'll, in third round. I'll go B minus. I just I don't love the Jonathan Mingo pick. I think there were better wide receivers they could have taken. Um, that's just my straight up opinion. The, the the one thing the one thing that I can say the one thing that I can say is why they passed up on those other guys. Cedric Tillman injury issues. Jalen Hyatt hasn't really proven that he can run other routes other than the deep route. True. Uh, Tank Dale, the same thing. Hasn't really proven that he can run other routes in the deep route. Plus, they're in a the pass centric offense um, with um, God, Houston. Quarterback. Houston. Yeah, he well, with Houston, um, but I mean, their uh, their quarterback. Uh, anyways, it doesn't even matter who their quarterback was. That 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 offense is just they pass first, pass heavy. So, like, I, that's the reason why I think. I mean, I mean K- Case Keenum threw for like seven hundred yards a game, but he was in that offense. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, so. Uh, moving on from the draft, let's talk about free agency. Uh, so their roster shakeup. So their notable additions, uh, Adam Thielen, Miles Sanders, Von Bell, Hayden Hurst, Andy Dalton, most of them on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, key departures, DJ Moore, Corey Littleton, and PJ Walker, who's now a Chicago Bear. Um, not a lot of notable names to talk about in the departure list outside of DJ Moore, who's a big loss. But he, he had to, this is what it costs to move up to the first overall pick. They didn't have a choice. Well, I love the ad. I love the Miles Sanders edition. Love the Hayden Hurst edition, and the Von Bell edition. Andy Dalton, good safety bridge, good mentor of a quarterback for uh, Bryce Young in his first year. Right, a guy that's been to the playoffs multiple times, had success in the league, um, has been a starter for a very long time. He's kind of moved. He's definitely moved into that mentor, that bridge quarterback way. And he's a safety net, right? So if say something, you know, Bryce Young's a little underside, say, you know, they they he's a quality backup, right? He's a guy if Bryce Young gets dinged up or gets hurt in the NFL uh in his rookie season. I mean, Randy Dalton's a guy that could come in and possibly win you a game or two. Right? And he's a consummate pro. I mean, if you if Bryce Young, maybe he's not ready to start day one, you can roll out Andy Dalton and then he will be semi-productive for you um this upcoming season uh, but i also think carolina your your motivation to win games this season has to be pretty high i mean you traded away two two picks in the upcoming draft uh, a first round so you don't want to be the bottom feeder of the nfl this season like you want to win games uh, and if Andy dalton gives you a better chance to win games i think that's what you do and i love the hayden hurst i, I think hayden hurst is one of those tight ends he's just a difference maker Definitely a difference maker. Um, and then Adam Thielen, he's a little he's he's over the hill, um, bit of a shell of himself here. But he's a he's a guy that you're gonna add to the wide receiver room. He's gonna be um a guy that's you know, he's pretty much gonna move into that possibly that number one slot um in the in in this wide receiver core. Um and he's going to be a good like bridge wide receiver. I don't know if he can give you a thousand yard season or a nine hundred yard season, but he's a he's a guy that could teach some of the young guys. Like you know, take Jonathan Mingo under his wing. You know, yeah. he can he he can help out a DJ Shark. He can help out um uh um who's the other guy that they have here? Terrence Marshall. Because I mean, uh, he's gonna he's still yeah because because I mean Adam Thielen's still going to command attention. I mean you can't you can't just sleep on the guy because. You know, you think he's he's getting old or whatever. I mean, he's a guy that's still going to command some attention. He can run good routes still. 
Um, he's been, you know, pretty healthy majority of his career. Um, so he's, he's a good guy. He's a good safety net for Bryce Young in his first year. And, and this is a Carolina least. Panthers team that ran the, with like 10th oh, in the top 10 in rushing guards this past season at 130 per game. And they get Miles Sanders, who's better than any of the running backs they were rolling out this past season. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. I think that's a slam dunk right there for them with Miles Sanders. Yeah. And then also you still got Chubba Hubbard, right? Yeah. So, you know, you still have a good one-two punch there in Carolina. And, I mean, and, I, and they have Raheem Blackshear, who I still like. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this is a running back room that's really loaded. Like, there they're should be solid there. Like, I kind of like this Carolina Panthers team on paper more than I thought I would. Yeah. Now, especially on defense. I mean – uh, I mean, I look at – I'm just looking at down the line at their defense. I mean, you know, even like some – you know, Eric Rowe, Xavier Woods, Von Bell, J.C. Horn, Brian Burns, Shaq Thompson, Yatir Gross Models. I mean, these are all solid – these are all guys, man, that are different can, – can be difference makers defensively. And if the and if the, and if the Carolina Panthers, you know, can – you know, and, and honestly, I'll say this. I always say this about rookie quarterbacks and young quarterbacks. The, the best – you know, thing for them, you know, in their first year, and I could say this about Anthony Richardson in Indianapolis is having a good running back, a good running game, somebody that's going to take the shoulder load, take the load off of their shoulders. You can hand Miles Sanders the ball and he can pick up tough yardage on a third down situation. And they have a really, they have a really underrated offensive line. Like it should be right. an offensive line that's able to run the football pretty effectively this upcoming right. season. I, I honestly think that this this team is closer to winning seven eight games than than winning six five six games. It might well, be this season. Let's find out how we think things are going to shake out. Let's talk about their record prediction. Let's just rip through the schedule real quick. Uh, so the first game of the year, they go to the Atlanta Falcons, take on uh, the Atlanta Falcons there at Mercedes Benz Stadium. How do you see that game shaking out? I have the Falcons winning that one against. Carolina. Yes, yes, I got the Falcons winning that, but it, that'd be a close game, though. I think, in my opinion. But they'll they uh, lose that game. The next game, the New Orleans Saints come into their house. Uh, how do you see that game shaking out? They lose that game. I also think they lose that game. I actually think they lose the first four games. Oh, they lose the first I, four I, games. I, I almost five think, games. Uh, I actually think games. they lose. I actually think they lose the first six games of their schedule. I, I think that's a kind of a, a gauntlet of a schedule. I think they lose to Atlanta. I think they lose to New Orleans. I think they lose Seattle, Minnesota, Detroit, and Miami. They lose the first six games going in their bye. Do you disagree? I don't. I don't disagree at all. But that's just on paper, though, because yeah, they can come yeah. out. They can come out at home and beat a team like Minnesota, who showed last year that they on the road that they have had struggles. Right? They can and, Minnesota and Minnesota struggles with a team like Carolina and how they're going to play football. They're going to run right. the football heavy. Like they're going to run the ball 30, 40 times a game. Like Minnesota. Also, I look at a team. I, I look at a team like the Saints too. Like them going into. Um, yeah, we don't really know what Derek Carr is going to look like. We don't really know what Derek Carr is going to look like. What Derek Carr is going to look like. Uh, after their bye, they got two games at home against the AFC South, uh, the Houston Texans and the Indianapolis Colts coming to town. Uh, how do you see those two games shaking out? I think those are two wins. I think the, the, the Houston Texans matchup is, is, is going to be billed, you know, CJ Stroud versus Bryce Young. Um, but I, Carolina has a better team at this point. I'm actually, you know what, honestly, David, I, no, I picked, I'm actually gonna pick. I'm actually gonna pick them to be actually be at least one and six going into the bye. I think they could beat Minnesota at home. It's just something about Minnesota. They're gonna come in there. I think I, Minnesota's I, I, gonna come I, I, in there, and 
I think you know I what, David? No, I, I think this Minnesota. <laughs> okay, respectively disagree, but I think Minnesota is going to come in there and they're going to they're going to play down to the level of the competition. They're going to overlook the Carolina Panthers. They're going to take an L. So give me give me give me one and five, and then three th- three and five going into that Bears game. I will have them win both those games at home against the AFC South. Uh, both those teams are in a, a rebuild, just like Carolina. But uh, I'll have them at two and six going into Soldiers Field to take on the Chicago Bears. Uh, I will take the Chicago Bears to win that game. I think homer. Justin Field. Yeah, it is a little bit of a homer pick. Uh, but I, do think, <laughs> I, I do think the Chicago Bears are going to be better this season. I think the defense will be improved. I think their offense will be better. Um, yeah, give me the Bears. I got them two and seven. Going to Chicago is a tough place to play too for a rookie quarterback. So yeah. Give me the yeah. Bears as well. Three and, uh, six. And, then, and And then the Dallas Cowboys coming to town. Uh, I have them losing that game as well. I got them falling all the way to two and eight. Um, this is just Michael a difficult Parsons schedule. Is, this is a difficult schedule for teams. It's not that good. <laughs> Michael Parsons is going to make things a lot difficult on uh, Bryce Young over there. Yeah, give me the Dallas Cowboys as well, three and seven. Uh, moving into three games on the road, uh, they go to Tennessee, they go to Tampa Bay, and they go to New Orleans. How do you think – do they win any of those games? Um, no, they, they they beat Tennessee, they beat Tampa, definitely. So, you know, but they lose to New Orleans at home for sure. I'm only going to give them that Tennessee game. I because I have no idea what's going on with the quarterback position or the rest of the roster of the Tennessee Titans. Five and um, eight for me. I got them at now at three and was that ten? Yeah, three and ten. Going into the final four at, games of the season. I got them at five and eight. Uh, and then the Atlanta Falcons come back, and he's got the NFC South. Uh, the Fal- Falcons come into Carolina. How do you they see that split. game shaking out? I think they split with Atlanta. They went at home against Atlanta late in the season, uh, six and eight right now. I agree with you on that. I got a four and ten. Uh, they then Green Bay and Jordan Love come to town. How do you see that game shaking out for the pa- Panthers and Packers? I don't want to be a I don't want to be a homer per se, but I think at this juncture. The Green Bay Packers are either going to be pretty good, vying, vying for a playoff spot, and like have a lot of momentum, or <laughs> okay. they might not be good at all. So it goes both ways. But I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers because I'm going to go with the first thing I said. I think they're going to be they're going to have momentum towards late in the season. I also think that I'm spot. also going to take the Green Bay Packers. I just think outside of the quarterback position, I just think the Green Bay Packers are a more talented football team than the Carolina Panthers. We don't know. We've seen Jordan Love in small bursts. Uh, we don't really know what he'd be in a full season. I'll take Green Bay to win that game. And then they go to Jacksonville in Duval County. I think they lose that game as well. Uh, so I got them at f- four and uh, four and twelve. Uh, going into that final game against Tampa, who do you got, Jacksonville? Or um, I, I I got um, Carolina beating Jackson. I mean, Carolina losing to Jacksonville late in the season. Um, now they're what the six and ten on my schedule, and then I got them sweeping the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't think yeah, Tampa Bay's gonna be good at all, man. Come on, man. We'll, we'll talk about are, Tampa Bay on Thursday. You know, come on. Uh, but yeah, I got come I got on. them going in. I got Tampa Bay going in there and losing. I have the Carolina finish finishing the season five and twelve, um, in a rebuild season uh, at five and twelve. Oh, we got Adam Dell in the house. What's up, baby, Mister Dell? I think uh, I think Tampa. I think Tampa. I think Tampa's gonna be in the top three quarterback. You know they're gonna be in the. It wouldn't be crazy if the Atlanta Falcons win this division. Uh, right, but I have, be, I have Carolina five, five and twelve. Drake May, um, Jordan Travis sweepstakes. 
But uh, I think as long as you see production, uh, see consistent improvement from week to week. Um, I, I, think, I got him I exactly at seven and ten. So they might win division at seven and ten. Let's. <laughs> no man, I had the Saints winning the division. I think I had the Saints at eleven wins. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I did have the Saints at eleven wins. I had the Saints sweeping Atlanta. I had the Saints. I had the Saints sweeping the division. Actually, I think the Saints are going to sweep the division. I had the Saints at like an eight and nine or something like that. But I still think Carolina. I think Atlanta wins this division. I, I, I will. I will die on that rock. Uh, but yeah, this has been our Carolina Panthers season preview. Uh, thank you very much for checking us out here. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. On tomorrow's show, uh, we're going to be doing our first mock draft for the NBA, as we now know the lottery, lottery where the lottery is. So we're going to do a lottery mock draft uh, before the game three of the NBA finals. I wonder who the number um, one pick's going to be. Uh-huh, it's pretty, <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, keep an eye out for that content. That's going to go live at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, thank you very much for checking us out. I'm the host, David On Point, CEO, Israel Rivera. And Izzy, what do we do here at the Prime, my friend? We bring the heat, ladies and gentlemen. This and I swear sir. I better get more viewers than this. Hey, three viewers, not bad, but I want to see double amount tomorrow. It's the NBA. Our NBA yep. shows have been doing very well. So thank you for joining the show and watching our NBA oh, content. But I want to see this Ernest, football Ernest, Ernest, Ernest has up, got baby. the Carolina Panthers winning the Panthers division. Winning the division. <laughs> hey, it's not far-fetched, Ernest. That is not far-fetched. At 7 and 10, they possibly can, but I don't, I don't see it. I see the New Orleans Saints winning the division. I got the Falcons winning the division. We'll be breaking down Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Thursday. You don't want to miss that content. Please like, share, and subscribe. We'll see you all tomorrow. Have a good night. Peace out, guys.